Hello and uh, welcome to the pilot episode of Watch Opinions, a medium where I intend to uh, share my opinions on subjects related to both specific watches and brands, but primarily subjects relating to the art of collecting, buying, selling and enjoying watches. Like many people, I am deep down into the hobby of wristwatches and while I'm active on forums and consume a lot of content, I still feel an urge to further discuss watches. And this is difficult to find like-minded people in the wild and meetups are becoming rarer these days, I thought a podcast could be a good idea. It will start by being a monologue of me just sharing my watch opinions, hence the name, but we'll see where time takes us. Today's subject of discussion is enthusiasm versus collecting. If you also consume a lot of watch content, maybe YouTube in particular, I'm sure you've come across these terms before related to watches. Before the great watch YouTube boom, I felt it was more common to call yourself a watch collector, given you were someone who owned more than, let's say, two watches. But with several prolific YouTubers claiming to be enthusiasts, rather than collectors, I think it's become relevant to distinguish the two terms. What is a collector? What is an enthusiast? What am I and can you be both? These are all questions I will try to answer, not using facts, but my opinions, of course. Let's start by looking at the definitions. An enthusiast is someone who's very interested in and involved with a particular subject or activity. A collector is someone who collects objects because they are beautiful, valuable or interesting. And just by reading the definition it becomes clear to me that an enthusiast is more involved with the concept of something while a collector is more involved with, of course, the object. An enthusiast could, in theory, be extremely involved with watches as a concept, its history and community without actually owning a single watch himself. Well, this is an extreme example, I know of people like this, people who because of practical or economical reasons wear an Apple Watch day in and day out and have sold off all their real watches, but are still involved with the hobby from a theoretic point of view. They still follow new releases and discuss real watches on forums, even though they no longer own them themselves. I view this similarly to an art enthusiast. Maybe a historic art enthusiast in particular, someone who is passionate about art they could never even dream of acquiring. The enthusiast's goal is not to own Mona Lisa, rather it's about the painter, the history, technical ability and the surrounding stories and its impact on the modern view of art. A collector on the other hand is in many ways similar but also the total opposite. A collector thrives in the thought of owning an object, in this case a watch. The knowledge of it being yours and yours only is a key element to the satisfaction of a collector. It is materialism taken to its furthest extreme where the thought of owning something you might never have any use for is greater than the thought of its practical value. A pure collector won't have the need to see, touch or even wear its watches. A lot of collectors keep their collections at the bank for safety reasons and the satisfaction of owning the object makes even seeing it or wearing it irrelevant. 
The examples of both the enthusiast and the collector are somewhat extreme, not because they don't exist, but because the vast majority of us in this hobby are a combination of both. So if you in any way feel these are unrealistic, it's because you, just like me, have come to the realization that most of us are somewhere in between. It's a spectrum. With collector on the furthest left and enthusiast on the furthest right, but where do I exist on this spectrum? It's a difficult question to answer, but I will start by giving you an example, at least highlighting how I'm both an enthusiast and collector in my watch purchase decisions. I bought a Rolex Submariner 14060M. The aluminum bezel model with a COSC certified movement and engraved rehaut. From an enthusiast's point of view, this was the perfect watch for me. The history, significance, the impact, the fit, the design, the practicality. It had everything I wanted from a watch. In many ways, it was the perfect watch for me. Not only in theory, but owning and wearing it, it felt that it would be impossible for me to, to find a watch that I would enjoy more. Did this keep me from selling it? No. The knowledge I or I would rather the more knowledge I acquired, the more I started to appreciate unpolished cases. While finding unpolished modern watches isn't a great challenge, finding a Rolex that's even 10 years old that haven't been polished at least once can be difficult. My Sambarina had been polished. This didn't necessarily affect my enjoyment of wearing the watch, but the collector in me felt this devalued the object. The collector in me who wants to own rather than wear valued an untouched original collect uh, condition to the point where I felt ready to pay the extra two grand that was required to get one. With this realization, it would have made sense to sell my polished submariner and buy an unpolished submariner instead. It was my favorite watch to wear, after all. But no, I got the chance to buy an Explorer 2 Polar. 16570 T-Series from 1997, perfectly matching original tritium dial and hands in an unpolished case. The watch is in such great condition, it's ridiculous given that it's 25 years old. And not only that, it also comes with box and papers and a total breakdown of the watch from about 12 years ago when it went through a verification of authenticity from one of Sweden's most famous watch auction houses. Everything from its origin, the condition to its rarity made me fall in love with the thought of owning this watch. Yes, the thought. I had no real interest in actually wearing it. I don't really like to wear white dial watches. I realized that's not for me. I ended up trading in what to date is my greatest wearing experience for the mere thought of owning something. And crazy as it may sound, I still don't regret this decision. Knowing I have this, in my mind, perfect example of a watch, gives me an incredible amount of satisfaction. Taking it out of its case and admiring its condition without even putting it on my wrist is a reminder to how strong the collector in me actually is. Does this mean I don't wear my watches? No, far from it. There's not a single second of the day where I don't wear a watch. I shower with my watches, I sleep with them, I do absolutely everything. 
but I've realized that not all my watches are owned from a practical point of view. In fact, four to six watches are. I own four watches that I bought from an enthusiast point of view that I use and admire every day. But I also own two watches that I rarely wear, but still get as much if not more satisfaction from owning. And lastly, I want to point out that even my watches bought from a collector's point of view are heavily influenced by the enthusiasts in me, and vice versa. The reason I'd even consider the older Explorer 2 is because I love the case, and the reason I love the case is because it has the same case as the 14060M Submariner that I love to wear. It's because of how well it fits on my wrist. And as I'm recording this, I'm wearing a SKX 013, the 38mm SKX. I bought it new old stock. The thought of being the first one to own an SKX 013, even after it had been discontinued, is a cool thought to me. And I like the thought of owning it just because how difficult it is to find in that great of a condition. But I also bought it because I love to wear it and how it feels on my wrist but also for its iconic status and perfect specifications for everyday use. As you can hear, I'm all over the place on this spectrum and maybe I'm actually just right in the middle, I don't know. But the point of this topic is not for you to realize that you're either a watch collector or a watch enthusiast, but instead that almost all of us are somewhere in between. I'm happy if even one person listens to this and it makes them think about their place on the spectrum. What influenced your watch purchases and what watches in your watch box are bought with what perspective in mind. From snowy Sweden I want to say thank you for listening and remember it is nothing but watch opinions. If you have any questions, arguments or just want to chat you can reach me on Instagram at watchopinions, no space. Hey, though.